everyone. This is Catherine Adams and Elizabeth Wallace, and you're listening to Binary System Podcast number 226. And tonight, we are not recapping Night Vale because there wasn't a Night Vale episode this week. Uh, how do we keep doing this to ourselves? Don't Why don't we ever think to check this before we sit down to record a recap? <laughs> because that would mean being prepared ahead of time. And <laughs> that ain't us. <laughs> no, no. What they did have on the Welcome to Night Vale website was the announcement about the condos live performance live stream that will be happening July 9th, uh, the day that this episode drops. So if you're getting this, you might still have time to uh, get yourself some tickets, but it will be at eight o'clock Eastern. And you just go to the Welcome to Night Vale uh, live shows page and you will have a place where you can click on to pay. And I think what we there's like a, a $5 amount or a $10 amount. It's, yeah. it's pay what you want, basically, right. because right. you're not going to get better seats if you pay more money. You're just going to be supporting them more if you pay more money. But, yes. And yes. apparently, once the time of the performance happens, we just have to go back to that place where we bought the tickets. And that's where the live stream is going to be. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your mileage may vary, but we'll hope it all works out. Yeah, I know. They do have a frequently asked question page, which I'm sure we're going to be checking. Uh, more info to come on that one. So anyway, <laughs> figured we'd go right from there straight into the weekly sit wrap. Sit wrap. Woo. What are you drinking today? I have, I don't know if you can hear the, uh, can you hear the, there you go, hear the ice in the glass. Uh, vodka orange juice because I have no beer in the house. That's the oh, okay. thing. Yeah. Well, I have gin left over because I bought some to make a cocktail for watching something which we will talk about later on on in this episode, but I had a ton of gin left over, so I decided to make myself a gin gimlet, which is uh, gin and lime juice and sugar syrup. And how does it taste? It's really strong. (laughs) (laughs) It's sugared gin is what it is. Basically, I think the lime juice packs more of a punch than the gin, which is probably dangerous. It's fine. Anyway, so... Not much is going on in North Carolina other than the fact that the numbers of COVID-19 infections are still on the rise. Uh, We are still pretty high up there. We're 11th in the country as far as uh, highest number of active cases, which is kind of horrifying. Yeah, I think now we're not active cases were number of confirmed cases. So this, as far as I know, includes people who've had it and gotten better. But I think we are... Uh, second in the country. I mean, we're like below New York at this point in California. So, um, and we passed New Jersey a little while ago. And Florida is up there too, I think. Fourth or fifth in the country. So kind Uh, of. Maybe, yeah, at least sixth or seventh or eighth. It's like a page that I go to through the San Diego Union Tribune website. You can click on uh, COVID-19 in the country and there's like six pages of listings for all the different states. And I believe Florida has moved to the first page of listings. But California has been on the first page since the very beginning. So yay, there you go. Yeah, well, uh, the governor of North Carolina passed a rule saying that face masks are mandatory. And you've got the predictable outcry about how that's communism somehow, and and that it infringes on their rights, don't know how and people just being difficult about it. But I did notice before he passed that rule, when we would go to the grocery store, it'd be about 50-50 as far as people wearing masks. I have been to the grocery store since he passed the rule where it's been 100% of people wearing a mask. It's actually been very comforting to see that because I don't think anybody there is... I don't get the sense that anyone's being bullied into wearing a mask. I think people are wearing a mask because they know it's a good idea. 
Okay. I mean, cross your fingers. We can only hope. God. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. And they didn't have the beaches open for Fourth of July weekend last week. I think they're going to open them up again this week. The idea was just, you know, the beaches are always around. I never go to the beach on Fourth of July or Memorial Day in a non-pandemic situation because it's so crowded. And as soon as the fireworks are done, you're going to be stuck in traffic for three hours trying to get home. So, uh, yeah, I don't do that anymore. So they closed the beaches down for that. I guess they're going to open them back up. I don't know. You know, it's pretty nuts. So. Um, People do seem to be wearing masks, I suppose. Um, I finally did curbside pickup for groceries the other week. We make it really easy at the Vons uh, nearby. So I always feel a little weird about getting stuff for delivery because I feel bad for the delivery people. But curbside pickup, I mean, it's going to be put together by people who are working in the store anyway. So I guess I feel a little less bad. And then you try and tip them. And so it just saves you from having to go into the store and be around a bunch of people, I guess. But it's fine. It's easy. You know, that's my biggest thing is, oh, it's a new thing and I won't know what I'm doing. I'm going to look like an idiot. Nah, it's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, the yoga class that I take at the local brewery, I've gone the last couple of weeks because she has moved it outside to this ah. big lawn area where everybody's social distancing. We're all comfortable distance away. She's got a speaker set on so that she can broadcast from a distance. And then the brewery itself. Uh, there's no sitting at the bar. They've got the big plexiglass shields up. You're supposed to wear a mask while you're walking around and ordering stuff. And if you go sit down to drink, you need to stay at your table and not mingle around. So they're really trying very hard. I still have not figured out why a brewery can be open and a bar can't. So I don't know if that's sort of a socializing thing or whatever. I know it's making a lot of people mad. And I don't have a real counter to that because I don't understand it either. No, a lot of times when the rules change, I mean, I I appreciate all the things they're trying to do to keep people safe. But a lot of times the rules do seem to be a moving target. (laughs) As much as I want to be on that side, I'm like, I, I don't know either. I'm just trying to do what I'm told and fine. Anyway, I did think it was hilarious that on the 4th of July, they had, I believe it was drone footage showing a very huge section of like Southern California at night and all these illegal fireworks going off all over the place. It's a pretty cool little video, but I'm I'm hearing like comments from various Republicans and it's like exactly 50-50. It's like, look at all those stupid people out there. They're lawless. No wonder their city and state is burning to the ground and all this kind of stuff. And an equal number of Republicans like, aha, Oh, fuck you guys, you were trying to outlaw 4th of July, and those are some good people setting off fireworks. And I'm just like, we, we can't win. It's no. fine. Whatever, oh, no. You know, At, whatever fine. it is, it's going to be the liberals' fault, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, I can't complain. Everything, I'm fine. I'm healthy. Mom and dad are fine. They're healthy. Hannah seems to be doing good. I think she's house-sitting for a friend, and mm-hmm. I saw a picture mm-hmm. of Who has a pool, station. which I'm oh. very jealous about, because I want a pool. So jealous. Yeah, a private pool, too. So, <laughs> So very jealous. But um, yeah, other than that, you know, just trying to wash our hands, stay away from people. I did see somebody tweeted at one point, there's this idea, you see all these people crowded together at parties and and flaunting the rules and going to bars and not wearing masks. And it's like, in case you're wondering, I'm still social isolating. And Catherine and Nathan are too. So is mom and dad. So is Hannah. So it's not everybody who's out there having fun while you 
good listener are sitting at home. I mean, so listening to a podcast. You are listening to a podcast. Bless you, all five of you. But anyway. So this week, we celebrated our mother's birthday. And one thing she wanted was to be able to watch the Broadway show Hamilton, because it was dropping on her birthday. So we all got a Disney Plus membership, and we all watched Hamilton. And it was amazing. And I don't know how many times I almost said Hannibal when I met (laughs) Hamilton. (laughs) I know, seriously. And now it's like, now it's in my brain and I can't get it out. I can't get it out. (laughs) It was, I mean, so it was probably 2017, I think. And I was in Florida and Hannah and I were having to drive back and forth between Sarasota and St. Petersburg because our dad was in the hospital. And despite the fact that the situation wasn't great because dad was in the hospital, I have a real fond memory of those drives because Hannah would play the Hamilton soundtrack, which I had never listened to before. And it just got into my brain in the best way. So ever since then, I listened to the soundtrack on a regular basis. I had no idea how much just watching the actors and watching the choreography and that amazing set. I had no idea how much that was going to add to the experience. I mean, there were a couple of cases where you have these interlocking or these concentric Mm -hmm. rings on the stage that spin like a lazy Mm -hmm. Susan, so Mm -hmm. that conversations will be going on and people will be standing in place and can very slowly turning about the stage. But then there would be these tableaus where everyone would freeze and a couple of times there would be this blue light coming down and it was a stunning image just amazing but then you had the funny things like king george's part he was so good it was so much better when you could see that fixed stare of the king as he's talking about i will kill everyone you love to prove my love that kind of lyric it just i love that one of my favorite bits he's got that line where he says i'm so blue and in the stage production he quickly stamps his foot and the light all goes blue around him i mean that's something that you're not gonna hear on the soundtrack and <laughs> oh i loved him and he does this like little somebody called it a little micro dance where he's like kind of shaking his shoulders and moving around a little bit now, i'm doing it like you can see me on the podcast but anyway it was and then davi diggs i love him he played thomas jefferson and other roles i can't remember what his other role was but god he was so hilarious and there's the bit where hamilton has told everybody, no, I wasn't stealing money from the government. I was paying a man to have sex with his wife. And you've got Thomas Jefferson, who will say it in the soundtrack. I always love that line when he's like, my God, I I swear to God, the expression on his face made that line 10 times better than it was on the soundtrack. He's just like, okay. (laughs) And kudos to the camera work, because they were always pointing right at the expression at the angle that would work the best for when someone was saying something. Um, But the very ending, where his wife, Eliza, is... She, she stares out. She's talking about the work that she did for Hamilton's legacy. And then she ends her song and she looks outside and she gasps with absolute happiness. And I actually was looking around to see what people thought that was. And I think a lot of it was left up to interpretation. You know, was she seeing Hamilton in heaven? That sort of thing. But my favorite theory was that... It was the character breaking the fourth wall and suddenly seeing the audience cheering for Hamilton's legacy. I thought, that's wonderful. That actually made me tear up at a silly little puff piece article that I read after watching the show. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh, boy. The number of times I cried in that. Oh, my. The um, um, what is it? 
the unimaginable that song and when the chorus comes in with the word forgiveness that line will make me cry at my desk at work (laughs) you know um definitely made me cry there and also in the very last song when you first hear the chorus sing the orphanage and it's just like oh my god the water works oh my god oh my god (laughs) it's so much better in the stage production and the dancing was great the set was beautiful everything was amazing it was Enjoyed. And this was and this was the original cast from 2016. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the very cool to get to see that. So I think that's worth the price of the membership for Disney Plus right there. But while mm-hmm. we had the Disney membership, we both also watched the first episode of The Mandalorian. Finally. <laughs> and how many people do we know? Cuz when this was coming out, I remember, yeah, we saw the trailers and we were like, ah, I don't know. And then it came out and everybody's like, no, seriously, you need to watch it. It's really good. And I I just watched it this afternoon. I was very impressed. What would you say was your favorite moment of the first episode? Oh, God, I don't know. I was just so taken with the uh, voice actor for the Mandalorian himself. And his. Mm-hmm. anytime he makes some kind of comment, I'm like, I think that was perfectly delivered. Keep doing that. I loved the bounty hunter droid, the IG unit. IG-88. Oh, my, oh my goodness. So is it definitely IG-88? Because I, was, I wasn't sure yet. I was asking Nathan about that because apparently this takes place after uh, Return of the Jedi, Right? Yeah. yeah. I, I think because they talked about, I mean, obviously the Empire, there is no Empire anymore. So that's, I assumed, but isn't it bad? We didn't look up this up. Uh, no. Podcast, and I, I also figured because you were seeing the old Stormtrooper helmets that this was after Return of the Jedi and not the Rise of Skywalker. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think the same. So, yeah, maybe it's IG-88. We could have looked that up beforehand, but we didn't. But I just, oh, my God, in that that battle scene that they had him walking across the courtyard firing and it's just I mean you saw him in Empire Strikes Back I think that's the first time you Mm -hmm. ever saw the IG-88 droid and you're just kind of like um I don't he's in with a bunch of elite bounty hunter droids I guess that's cool and everything they did such a great job animating him because he's so freaking deadly and he's so efficient like yes. he's not bobbing and weaving and moving but every single motion is exactly the way it needs to be to kill another person it was really impressive and he's walking but he's placing every foot very precisely and he's just moving forward like a juggernaut turning around and pointing at everything in all different directions yeah it was it was very intimidating i like yeah. that a shame yeah. he didn't make it to the end of the episode but it did yeah. seem like They were both part of the same Bounty Hunter Guild, but IG-88 had a different... He was doing a different bounty. His was definitely kill whatever it was they were after, whereas the Mandalorian is supposed to, if at all possible, bring it back alive. So we've already got some intrigue going on there. Yeah. Yeah. And the production values are so high. I think the weakest thing, I think, those little creatures that they're riding, there was a little bit when they're going across the desert when I'm like, "Eh, the CGI is a little more apparent going on here. But I love the design of those strange little things, you know, the the lizard-like things. You know what that's going to be? What's that? That's going to be an epic cosplay somewhere because all you have to do is have your legs down in the legs of the creature and then have like a set of fake legs on the saddle and then just kind of march around. Oh, that'd be amazing. (laughs) But yeah, no, the 
the city looks amazing. The ship looked great. The battle scenes are wonderful. There was a lot of fan service with the sound effects, I thought. Oh, yeah, very much so. Yeah, just the land speeder that was going by. You could hear that sound and everything. And what, so neat. the little alien that was summoning a land speeder for them to get back to his ship, that was obviously the... What whoever it was that was telling the stormtroopers where Luke and everybody was hiding in the very beginning of Star Wars. Yeah, it was oh, the yeah. same sound effects for that. I like that very much. Interesting. I can't remember Salacious Crumb, I think it was his name, Jabba the Hutt's little stupid creature and everything. Mm-hmm. You see one of them being like cooked on a spit, but another one's in the cage looking at it being like, meh. <laughs> was like, oh my God. That's kind of dark. Yeah, it was really dark. <laughs> um, another interesting thing, is that the first time we've ever seen a toilet in Star Wars? I think it is. I would be hard-pressed to tell you where the toilets would be located on the Millennium Falcon because nobody ever talked about it. Nope, 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 nope. So that was a nice little thing. I mean, it was there, and you're like, oh, good. I'm glad somebody's the elephant in the room. Where the hell is the bathroom? So that was nice, too. But I also like the, the little bit of a nod to the idea that these aren't just humans with strange you know, prosthetics on their faces or something. He's talking about how it's going to take a little while for him to drain whatever it is because he says because I'm molting and oh I haven't managed to do this since the solstice or whatever it's just like it's an alien biology of course it's going to be completely different from ours yeah I like that nice touch so I'm definitely in for the second episode yeah me too I've heard like over the course of the first season I remember hearing some people say that there were some episodes that were weaker than others but everybody did seem to enjoy how it ended and they certainly liked the first episode and there's at least one episode coming up that I remember the internet losing their minds about looking forward to that and since it's been blisteringly hot outside and we're all still socially isolating at home and can't do anything else I've been trying to catch up on other stuff and I finally watched Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, what did you think? That was dazzling. Wasn't it? And so meta. It's like it knew exactly. It's like this is a comic book movie and we're just going to embrace that. Oh, so wonderful. I would have thought the different spider... I mean, if I had known ahead of time that Spider-Ham, Peter Porker, was going to be making an appearance, I would have thought, oh, that's stupid. They worked it in so well. That That, like, anime Spider-Man version from an anime universe, I would never have picked something like that to work, but they did that so well. And then, oh, all of the voice work was amazing. All of the physicality that they did in the entire movie was wonderful. Like just the way people would fall, (laughs) like when they're not expecting it, you really believed it. They made it cartoonish and yet somehow so real. Even little things like Miles trying to climb over a fence with his uncle. And he's just like, he jumps up and he reaches up his hands like that. His hands just kind of flap down like that. I had to rewind that because I'm like, that is such a tiny little moment, but they did it so well. They did it just, I mean, and all the expressions are great. And there's some hilarious moments. Oh my God. Oh my God. Doc Ock. My favorite Doc Ock that I've ever seen in comic book or cartoons or movies or anything. I loved her. She was so amazing. The way she walks where the legs kind of float her around the room. Room and everything. And oh. just so menacing. You notice in a lot of times she stays just ramrod straight while her legs are just kind of moving everywhere yes. around her. And, yes. and she was she's the smartest woman in the room and the most badass woman in the room. And I loved it. So good. They so and I haven't watched it in a while, so I really need to now that I, now that I got the Disney Plus membership, I need to rewatch it. But yeah. 
and saw that in the theater with the D-Box seats, too. That was even Did more you? Now, I yes. still haven't done that. It's not like a mind-blowing experience. And it is, I want to say it's a little more expensive than seeing an IMAX movie. But I think it's really fun. I mean, the seat's moving around with the action. And you can feel like the soundtrack going through the chair and everything. I think it's very fun. I like it. <laughs> and I could not have told you that Chris Pine was in this movie. But right? I heard Spider-Man talking. And I'm like, oh, I got to pause. I got to see who's doing this because his voice sounds so familiar. And I saw the name. I'm like, oh, well, I've never seen anything he's been in. But he sounds really cool. I love his voice. I That was the other Peter Parker. I didn't look far enough down the IMDb cast <laughs> list to see Chris Pine on there damn it <laughs> and of course you know who did the voice of the spider-man noir version was oh god um nicholas cage yes yay <laughs> doing a great awful. job yeah really good very good i mean they just they oh, so fun and i just really hope i know there's supposed to be another one who knows when but i hope they do as good a job on the second one I me really too like and the only other thing that I had, other than the fact that I'm still watching Hannibal, of course, and still watching The Night Manager, I'm rewatching that. I forgot how much of a slow burn that one mm-hmm. is. That is taking it a while. It takes a while to get going. Yeah. I started the Pixar movie Onward. Do you remember that one? I saw all of the trailers for that. That's the uh, the kid trying to like save his dad, I think. Yeah. I'm like 15 minutes in. Haven't grabbed me yet. So mm. I don't know. I'll talk about it more next week. I mean, I'm definitely going to finish it, but there's so much... Yeah, so many different things that I need to watch. I'm, I'm really looking forward to kind of um, going down my list. In fact... I have a list of things that I want to watch. Did you put a list of things together that you want to watch? I do indeed have a list of things. I bet you we're going to get a lot of crossover on this. So let's go ahead and take a look. Yeah, let's just go down the list one by one. You say one and then I'll say one. Okay. Um, To watch. Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I got that one. Tron Legacy. Oh, I didn't even see. Is that on Disney or? Yep, it's on Disney. Okay, hold on a second. Let me do a little (laughs) edit of this list here. Yeah, that that's going to be a definite comfort watch because I just I watched that a few times when it was on Netflix. All right, uh, Monsters University, which I have not seen. Oh my god, I don't have that on my list. I haven't seen that one either. Cool. <laughs> Definitely going to do that. Uh, I actually have Avengers: Infinity War because I haven't seen that more than once. So. I didn't put that on there because it's on Netflix still. I think, but Is it? I I should probably go ahead and add that because come on now. Yeah. Um, Inside Out. I have to rewatch that, and I have, I have to, that one too. I have to try to get Nathan to watch it too because he's never seen it. Right, right. I've got Toy Story four. I yep, Toy Story four. I have to see that next mm. one. Another bit of comfort watching Doctor Strange because the last time oh, yeah. it was on Netflix, and I decided one afternoon I've got a free afternoon. I'm going to watch Doctor Strange again. Added it already left, and I've been kind of wanting to see it ever since. Yeah, I've got Black Panther, and that's because the last time I had an opportunity to see it, I was at a friend's place who had a uh, chocolate cake with weed in it and I ate way too big a piece and it was like, Jada, you have to take me home I've made a tactical error I was so high, I was uncomfortably high Ugh. I've got Black Panther on there too, also Iron Man because I haven't seen that in a yes. while and it's not on Prime or on Netflix, so definitely want to watch it while I'm paying for a subscription for Disney Plus Yep, I've got Wall-E, I don't think I've seen that uh, since it was in the theater. Oh, we watched that when we had a Hulu Plus membership ah, so nice. I've seen that fairly recently yeah, I love that one. Um, Ant-Man, because Ant-Man and Wasp has been on Netflix for a while, but Ant-Man has not. And I haven't uh-huh. seen that again since the first time I saw it. Nice. Very nice. I've got Coco. I've only seen that one once. And I love 
love the animation of the spirit creatures. Yeah, I, I just they look so cool. I didn't put that one down there because I think I watched it a couple times in a row when it was on Netflix when I saw oh, it. Nice. Here's an interesting one: Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Because the best pick podcast that Hannah recommended to us was talking about uh, the 1937 Best Picture winner was uh, The Life of Emile Zola. But they took a big old detour to talk about Snow White and the Seven Dwarves because a lot of people thought it was a real crime that that movie was not available for an Oscar that year because they didn't think that cartoons should count. But it was groundbreaking. Nobody had ever done a full-length feature film. Uh, uh, There's actually been some other full-length feature animations, but this is cell-drawn animation. So this was apparently the first one of those. So, yeah, and I haven't seen that one in decades. Nice. I have Big Hero 6. I've only seen that one once, and I'd like to watch it again. Same here. Exactly. I have Tangled, because I've only seen that one once. You know, I should put that on my list, too. That's a good one. I I enjoyed that one. I have, and I know I've already seen it a couple times, and I'm sure it's probably available to watch someplace, but I just had to put it down on the list. I have the short Kit Bull that was nominated for an Oscar. Oh, man. I've seen it at least four times now because it was available a lot before the um, Oscars were uh, uh, the Oscar ceremony. I cried every single time I saw that shirt. I don't know if I have the fortitude to watch it a fifth time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, here's one, Frozen 2, which I still haven't seen. I have that on my list, too. I haven't seen it either. I have Finding Dory. Did you ever see Finding Dory? You showed that to us. Oh, that's right. I did. I forgot that. Yes. Good. Yeah. I need to watch that one again. I love the octopus. Oh, yes. Oh, the one, the wonderful camouflaging octopus crawling around the room with a a coffee cup. Love that. Oh, unbelievable. Yes. And that was actually my whole list there. Um, I also have Zootopia because I haven't seen that one in a while. And I have Moana because I haven't seen that one in, (laughs) they had a live stream of it. I don't. I forget. I guess everybody was just watching at the same time, and Lin Manuel Miranda was participating, and I freaking missed it. He reminded <laughs> us about it. I didn't see it, so now I need to watch it. Yeah. Whew, well, I guess that's going to wrap us up for the week. That's a pretty good list of stuff to watch. It's just like I think so. I've been putting off getting a membership to Disney Plus for a long time, but now that I've got one, it's like I'm rubbing my hands together. Ooh, all the things I want to watch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, make sure to check out pixladygeek.com for all the book reviews, the movie reviews, the comic book reviews, the photo galleries. Um, not a lot of photo galleries right now, I suppose, but um, we keep talking about how we need to take pictures of our Transformers. Are we going to get on that or what? Ah. <sighs> One day. It'll happen. And before I forget, so of course, San Diego Comic-Con is all online this year. Everybody can get in, quote unquote, get in for free. Just go to Comic-Con and apply. I'm sure there's a thing. We've got <laughs> we've got press passes. They don't give us anything. But, no. Uh, yeah, we do have press passes. So we're all signed up with that. But they are also doing the San Diego Comic-Con art show this year. And I believe this information on the site, it's free to participate because all it is is you're creating one to three Tumblr posts and they've got to have certain tags and you send in the links to the drafts and they approve it. And then when they release it, they're just going to have a big display of all these Tumblr pages so artists can have their work on show. I have no idea how successful it's going to be, but I'm like, it's free and I have a Tumblr account. Yeah, and there's not going to be sales per se like there is at the physical art show, but we'll all have links to our individual web pages and our Etsy accounts and everything. So yeah, it's 
tons of this is going to be for sale. You'll find some neat stuff because that art show usually has some real talent there. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's funny because there's a lot of times when I'll grab a business card because I'm like, oh, I don't really want to buy anything right now. But when I go home, I'll get on my computer and I'll look this artist up and buy something. And how often does that happen? We know that doesn't happen very often. But now since I'm going to be right there at their website, I'm like, maybe I will. But I did actually buy stuff when Emerald City Comic Con was online. So I think it's since I'm already there anyway, and my PayPal account is activated, I I might actually spend a little more, especially since we're not having to pay for trolley fare and terribly overpriced food. I was about to say the horrendously overpriced food that you kind of don't have a choice about buying because there's nothing else inside. No, no, though. Most of the time, you're so exhausted. I mean, those cheapo hot dogs we got that one year were really tasty. Oh, I remember Jada had a thing of nachos one year, and she didn't like the jalapenos. And I was so hungry, I ate all the jalapenos <laughs> off of her. I probably could have spit fire at somebody if I had wanted to. Oh, yeah. Boy, we told, we always talk about those nachos. I mean, if there's one thing that you got to get when you're at Comic-Con, you got to get some convention center nachos. They're, <laughs> I was so going to say, tasty. they're amazing. They're not amazing, but they are tasty. <laughs> and you will be so hungry after marching around that convention center for a while yeah here's hoping someday we get back to normal just pray pray for a vaccine that's what we need at this point yes please that's i think that's what it's going to take and then have to hope that we don't have a whole lot of anti-vaxxers which i'm not going to talk about because i don't need to get my blood pressure up again no me neither ugh anti-vaxxers anti-maskers it rhymes (laughs) um anyway all that and more pixladygeek.com so I guess next week we're probably going to end up talking about the live show. I think so. I've listened to that Condos episode multiple times, so I'm really curious to see how the live show is actually going to be different from the recording of the other live show that they did of this. Yeah, they said they've actually added a part for Tamika Flynn. Which oh, neat. Nice. Yeah, that's very fun. So anyway, I'm sure we will find that and something else to talk about. So one way or the other, we will talk to everybody in one week. Talk to you all later. Okay, so we've got a few things to talk about instead of a Night Vale episode. So what did you want to talk about first? Well, sorry. Wait, back that up. We're doing the sit rep. Sorry. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Dear me. Okay, yeah.
she wanted to be able to see the Hamilton stream because it was actually coming out on her birthday. So we all got Disney Plus memberships and we watched Hannibal. And that was pretty amazing. Hang a second. Hang a second. You said uh, Disney Plus memberships. We all watched Hannibal. (laughs) Oh, crap. Okay, let me try that again. (laughs) Just try try it from and we all got... And we all got Disney Plus memberships. Oh, you know what? I'm probably going to start over because I don't know if I said Hannibal or Hamilton at the very start of this thing. I thought you said Hamilton, but I'm not sure either. So you can start again if you like. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Open. Open, you stupid thing.